Meg here. Welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi friend, I hope you're well. I am so excited to be talking to you today about an audiobook that I have been listening to and I'm going to focus on the last chapter. So the title of the audiobook is You Owe You and it's by Eric Thomas, PhD. So Eric Thomas is he's a normal guy. He grew up in Chicago and he found out when he was a teenager that his father who raised him wasn't his actual father and he went through a period of just being in a victim mentality and blaming his mother for all of what he'd been through in his life and he left home, became homeless for a long time and then he started getting in with a community that was church-based and he started preaching. He realised that he had power in his voice and he could inspire people through everything that he'd been through and he found faith in God and he has developed himself into a public speaker, motivational speaker, who he he's actually the voice of a lot of these motivational videos that you hear. And it was one motivational video in particular that actually really rocketed him to fame. He is now up there with the likes of Les Brown and other incredible speakers. He's absolutely incredible. So you can listen to his story and You Owe You is really an autobiography of his life. So a lot of it may not be particularly inspiring or motivational but the last chapter is absolutely unbelievable so even if you get that audiobook just for chapter 10 it's absolutely brilliant so I'm going to talk to you about that last chapter and I'm going to talk to you about some of the lessons that I have learned in it so you owe you so the first thing to be thinking about is what do you actually want in your life to get what you want you have to know what you want if you don't know what you want you'll take anything and if you know what you want you'll never take anything less than that how true is this so often we go through our life just floating around and following other people's priorities and other people's visions for their life and helping other people out rather than following what we actually want so if you want to get somewhere in your life you have to know the answer to that what do you want in your marriage what do you want in your career what do you want in your life what do you want in your health what do you want your kids to see you are the only person responsible for any of these things you're your superpower and no one else owes it to you to make you happy or make you fulfilled and don't you feel that's quite comforting because you have the power to take on everything that will move you further to what you want and you don't have to rely on anyone else to make you happy or fulfilled so when you are so confident in your own ability you know that you can still keep moving towards your goals you can still keep moving towards where you want to be in your standards because you know yourself so you need to know what you want, you need to know where you're going and you need to know what you need to do to get there. So if you think about any successful company, they have a vision and they have a list of values to support that vision. Everything they do is anchored with those values and what they stand for. We as humans are no different and if you don't have that vision and those values then you don't have an identity and you don't know what you actually stand for so therefore how are you actually going to get what you want it's easy to get wrapped up in someone else's vision for your life and do what they want you to do but 
what we find is the people who do have strong identities and who know what they stand for and who have a strong vision tend to enlist those without those things into their life. And then your vision that maybe you've never voiced to anyone or maybe it sits in the back of your mind and you're too scared to go after it for worry of what people think or for worry of failure or any of those things, that vision ends up sitting on the back burner while you're going after someone else's. We all have obligations and if you don't know yourself, you can get lost in the obligations. So for me, those obligations are things like housework, kids stuff, parent council duties, organising everyone else's life, all of that stuff. And you can get so consumed in the obligations themselves that you wake up one day and you realise that you haven't moved any further forward in what your dream is and what you're actually going for. Some of us are so consumed with what other people think that we don't even realise that we forfeit our entire life to making other people happy. Or maybe you've not done anything at all because, not because you're trying to make other people happy, but because you're worried about what other people may possibly think. You need to have your own non-negotiables and a blueprint so that you know when things happen, when life tries to take you off track, when you get pulled in all directions as we as women do so often, I would argue more than anyone else, how do you make those decisions? How do you set your priorities? How do you put yourself first and make sure you actually are making progress with what you want to achieve Okay, so in terms of practical steps, we need to make a list of three things. So if we want to create our own blueprint, we need to make a list of three things. And again, this is directly from the last chapter of UOU. Number one, make a list of what you believe in. So I believe in family, I believe in community, I believe in the good of other people. And last but most importantly on that list, I believe in myself. You need to believe in yourself if you're going to achieve anything at all. And maybe you're listening to this thinking, well, I don't believe in myself. Then it's just about taking steps to start believing in yourself. Start doing things that you said you were going to do. Start doing personal development. Start reading every day. Start fueling your body well. And the more you do all of that, the more that your self-esteem and your belief in yourself will grow It may be a journey, it may take a while to get there, but your belief in yourself is the anchor and the crux of all of this. So it's very, very important. Okay, the next thing is make a list of your values. Obviously, these examples are just very short. You need to sit in silence and actually have a think about this and have a think about what your values are. So what do you value? I value my health, I value my body and my mind, I value family I value time alone, I value my business, I value my friendships, I value my community. Those are just some examples. Again, value myself is on that list because if I don't value myself, how do I expect other people to value me? And then the last list is what are your non-negotiables? So do you have non-negotiables in your life that when you look at your values and you look at your beliefs, you must put these non-negotiables in there. So for example, if you believe in, if you have a faith, then your non-negotiables are going to be to read your book of faith or to pray. 
for me, non-negotiables are movement. I have to move my body regularly in order for my mind to work properly. The, the two are just very connected and it's very, very important for me. Time with my children, time with my husband, good nutrition, gratitude. Those are some non-negotiables in my day because of the values and the beliefs that I have. So when you see your non-negotiables, you see your values and you see your list of what you believe in, you'll start to see a blueprint of who you are. You'll start to see a blueprint of your identity and the kind of person that you are. And then from there, you can make your priorities. So list your priorities. What is the number one most important thing in your life? I would suggest you put yourself at the top of that list because if you don't put yourself at the top of that list, then yourself will, you won't give yourself everything that you have to give yourself. It's like put your own oxygen mask on first and then put other people's on. Family is definitely up there for me on my next one. When you have your priorities listed out, it's easy to make decisions because when you're asked to do something, you can say, okay, so if I say yes to this, I'm saying no to something else. If I say yes to this invite, then I won't be able to pick my kids up from school. Or if I say yes to this, then I won't be able to exercise that day. Or if I say yes to this, then I'm saying no to my standards of putting my health first, for example. And when you have that blueprint, it just makes it much easier to go out there and make those decisions, which will serve you in the long run. And then once you've got that blueprint, it's about going out there and wanting it and making it happen. There's no substitute for the fire that burns when you want something really badly, when you want to become another level of yourself. You can operate at your best performance without putting yourself at the top of that list. And mum guilt is massive here. Often as mums, we make excuses for ourselves because we you know, we, we maybe we give up our career to look after kids or we tell ourselves that it's so hard to eat healthy because you're, you know, but so busy focusing on the kids or all of that kind of stuff. But when you put your kids first all the time, what happens to you? You just become someone's mum. But, but what about you? What's your identity out with all of that? This is about putting ourselves back on the table and putting ourselves a priority again and realising that we have needs and we have to put that first in order to help our kids as best we can. If we're not operating at our best self, then we can't help anyone else. So it's about doing things for yourself that will take you to that optimum level of yourself. And when you take care of yourself and take time and focus on you, then you can actually help other people and feel good and be able to pour into their cup because yours is overflowing. If your cup is empty, how are you going to give them anything? And it's something that we hear a lot and it feels a bit cliche because it's so oversaid, but it's so true. How often do you feel literally depleted in energy or overwhelmed or frustrated with yourself? And then your kids are looking to you for something and you you just, you take the frustration out on them or you're not able to play with them because your energy is so low, because you've not been looking after your health and all of that kind of stuff. So put yourself first. The next thing is stop looking for permission to go after your dreams. You don't need a co-signer to go after them. 
And I personally am bad for this. I am bad for asking everyone and their auntie what they think about something before I actually go for it. Before I did this podcast, I actually did ask um, a couple of people what they thought of it. And a couple of people said, no, I don't think you should do it. It's just about thinking, you know, this is something that I want to do. I'm going to do it anyway. And sometimes the more opinions that you ask for, the more opinions you will receive. And they don't always go with what you know to be true for yourself. So have the strength and the bravery to go after what you want without looking for someone else to co-sign. Because no co-signature is needed Staying in the same place is painful, but it's just a different kind of pain. Nobody owes you this time, but you. Nobody owes you going after your dreams, but you. You're the only person who can do this. You're the only person who can ensure that you have the time. And time management is a massive part of this. Time management is something that I think is often overlooked. If you don't put your goals and ways actual activities to move you further to where you want to be that if you don't put them in your diary and make sure you have time carved out for that it will not happen and then you get to a a month's time or a year's time and you're annoyed at yourself because it hasn't happened but it's just because you didn't plan your time effectively so Eric Thomas in this book speaks about getting centered. So you need to find a way to get centered and this can look different for everyone. So think about a piece of paper with a dot in the center. You are the dot, okay? So life happens and life tries to pull you left, pull you right, pull you up, pull you down, but it's up to you to keep getting yourself centered again, to keep bringing yourself back to what you know to be true, bringing yourself back to your values, bringing yourself to your identity, bringing yourself back to your blueprint, going after what you want for your life. So what is it for you that you use to get you centered? For me, 100% it's movement. When I move my body, I feel like a normal human. <laughs> when I don't, things start to go haywire in my brain. It's it's the weirdest thing. And I know not everyone's wired up like that, but we know that exercise does help. Most people, everyone actually, <laughs> exercise is definitely true, but maybe for you it's meditation or praying or starting your day with silence or having some form of miracle morning to start your day that also is incredibly effective for me maybe it's journaling for you when you're centered it's like you can see yourself and your life panning out in front of you because you're you're visualizing what your ideal day looks like you're visualizing where you want to be and what you want to be achieving and what that looks like for you and if your ideal day isn't even possible for you yet if you're just not at that place yet then think about what you have planned to get you on track for your ideal day what work have you planned that will take you closer to that ideal day if you're willing to put in the work you can have be and do anything that you want but you have to know what that is you have to know what you want and then you have to be okay with saying no you cannot say yes to everything and get to where you want to be. Because if you think about how many people are in your life, and if they all ask you to a party, and they all ask you to a a night out, and they all ask you to read this thing for them, and they all ask you to do this job for them, and they all ask you to do anything 
where do your priorities come? They don't, they go to the bottom of the list. So it's really important to know what your priorities are so that when you're asked to do other things, you can say, it's okay actually, no to that one, yes to this one, because this is in line with my priorities. This will catapult me further on the journey of where I want to be and the values that I have and the beliefs that I have rather than taking you further away from the center of that piece of paper. You need to be setting standards. So goals are good, but standards are what Eric Thomas speaks, Eric, me and Eric are, we go way back. Eric Thomas speaks about standards in the book. So standards are non-negotiables every single day. So goals are when you have, goals are a, a dream with a deadline, basically. So they have a deadline and then the goal is achieved and then you set a new goal. But standards are something that you do every single day. Where are your standards? What do those standards look like? Add time management to those standards and you're going to create a natural flow for meeting those standards. When you actually look at your diary and carve out time for those standards, okay, there's no way I'm going to be able to meditate with children around. So the only time I'm going to be able to meditate is either while those children are at school or first thing in the morning before they wake up. For example, if you work nine to five and you want to be able to exercise, but you also want to be able to put your kids to bed, then the only way you're going to be able to exercise is either after they go to bed or first thing in the morning before you leave for work. When are you going to put it in your diary to for that to happen? You have to figure out the actual practicalities of this and then ask yourself at the end of the day, did I do today what I set out to do? because only you're responsible for your time and there's nothing more frustrating than getting to the end of a day when you had so much planned but you allowed someone else to take you off track. You allowed that phone call to say, do you fancy this? Do you fancy that? You allowed that phone call to take you away from your priorities and you feel like you haven't done what you achieved, what you wanted to do at the start of the day and that's one example but the issue comes when we do that every day consistently over time and we're falling in line with other people's priorities instead of falling in with our own. So think about your standards, think about those non-negotiables and also for me a big part of this is what what my kids will say as their standards. When they see my standards where will theirs fall in? Because they copy you whether you like it or not and that's a big driver for me but if you don't know your driver if you don't know your why if you don't know your vision you just need to sit alone in silence with a blank piece of paper and just let the pen flow and decide what you want to be going for if you feel like you're floating and you don't really have a plan then decide on your values decide on your beliefs decide on who you want to be and then the plan will become so much clearer once you have once you have all that in line because otherwise someone else will enlist you to take part in their plan and then you wake up one day a year's time five years time 10 years time or longer and think I never did do that thing I never did follow through with that idea that I had because of reasons that are so silly you have everything it takes you just have to take control and you just have to take hold of your life and step into that and know that it's absolutely waiting on you once you're brave enough 
to go after it. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value from that episode today, then I would love for you to share it on your social media. You'll find me at Instagram at UK, and the podcast is at SheCanPod. And if you found value, then please hop on to Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review. I would love you forever. And that really helps with visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast. So thanks so much for your time. Thank you for spending your half hour with me and I hope to see you really soon.